If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. The top. So the first one is um, Tim Barry's communication in marriage. The first one is avoiding conflict. And um, basically, this is a barrier in communication because if you're avoiding conflict, you're not communicating. Or at least you're not communicating your true feelings. Yes. Um, so there's definitely a way to um, disagree healthily. Health, healthily? Healthy. Healthy. In a healthy way, I In think. a healthy way. We are here struggling. We told y'all yesterday we were smart, and then today we were like, is it healthily or healthy? Because I do not know. You got to disagree healthily, man, <laughs> so your cholesterol be down. Um, so avoiding conflict is Fresh definitely um, healthily is a word. Thank you very much. Oh, is it? Um, avoiding conflict. So you don't want to just agree for the sake of agreeing to avoid conflict when you don't really agree you do have you know you do disagree and you're going to have disagreements you're two different people come from two different backgrounds with two different views of the world so you're going to have disagreements and as long as you disagree in a healthy manner then it's it's absolutely okay to disagree yeah i i have this saying we can't really say we're friends and whether in a marriage or in regular life if we never argue because if you never argue that means one of y'all or both ain't saying how they truly feel y'all ain't being honest yeah so if you ain't never argue then that means um somebody ain't keeping trill you got to keep it trill i agree um next one next one mind reading this is dangerous when you believe you know what your partner is thinking or feeling and you base your reaction off your belief it's dangerous because you're assuming that you're right and may respond or react based on your Don't belief read. i i wanted to read that oh, okay I thought they had something good to say. Okay. I hate when people read. It's like being in a presentation but and they, they have can, a PowerPoint and then you're just reading. But this is different because in that situation, you can see the PowerPoint and they oh. can also read this. Okay. They don't know what this says. Okay. Oh, thank you. I have been. I bought this last spring and have been waiting for it to be cold enough in this state to wear it. So the first day it was like a little bit cloudy. I was like, I'm going to wear this sweater. You could have avoided that conflict. Don't <laughs> <laughs> you read honest. my mind and let me know. I was being honest. The so website is <laughs> marriageadvice.com. But don't go there because then if you read, then I can't read. Right. I don't mind reading. Is I, that a healthy disagreement? Absolutely. I don't mind reading when you can't read what I'm reading. That's okay. how I feel. I, I totally agree on the PowerPoint because you can read it. But anyway... Um, this often happens, especially with men, men, we have a, t men have a tendency to shut down when we argue, Yes. men, women want to talk it out. Obviously this is except there's exceptions to the rule, but women tend to want to talk about it and hear your feelings. And men are just like, look, I don't feel like dealing with this. And we'll just go into our man cave, turn on the game, turn on the video game, just shut you out. And then the wife's got to, uh, try and read our mind or, you know, figure out how we're feeling and that's um um and the other opposite is just like that's kind of how people often get into text arguments when somebody texts something 
and there's no tone. Yeah, and you have there's, to read it. And you're trying to read their mind. Yeah, so you're insinuating something, and some, maybe they're just rushing and texting, and they right. don't mean anything. So it's healthy to say, uh, well, maybe I'll ask you, do you feel like it's healthy to say, I feel like you're feeling that? Is that true? Is that untrue? I don't think you should argue via text. No, no, I'm talking about in, 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 instead of mind reading. Oh, oh, to ask the question? Yeah, like, hey, I feel like you're upset with me. Is there something that I did wrong? Yes. Because I feel like you've been upset with me before, and I'd be knowing you're mad, but I don't want to ask you because then I don't want to know exactly why you're mad, especially if I can assume. Like when you have, you have something on your nose. When we were doing Zay's project, I was like, she probably mad, but I don't feel like it. So <laughs> Then you knew why I was mad. So I'm going to just start helping because I'm a stupid. <laughs> Usually when I think Melissa's mad, I just start cleaning. Like, <laughs> something going wrong, let me just wipe a counter off. She'll be like, well, at least he didn't clean that and he swept. He ain't getting none, but he swept. I don't sweep good, but my heart's in the right place. Okay, so mind reading is very dangerous because we uh, it's our nature to assume the worst. Yes. So when we're mind reading, we're assuming negatively and there could be a million different things. It could be work. It could be all type of stuff that is right. on the other person's mind. But when in doubt, ask. Smart man to clean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when in doubt, just ask. So because you, you, you and, may be right. This, or you, is, this is the other thing is um, when you ask and the person says what they say, accept what they say is truth. Yeah. Because a lot of times what will happen yeah. is. I'll say whatever I feel or whoever will say whatever they feel. And then you be like, yeah, but I really think this. No, I said what I said. I shed what I shed. <laughs> so, also, if we ask, don't lie. Yes. And say nothing's wrong. That's true. And then something's really wrong. And then you like, I said I was fine, but you should have known I wasn't fine. No, I shouldn't have because I asked you. Yes. Don't say you're fine. If you say you're fine, I'm on Netflix. <laughs> okay. On Netflix I'm watching Narcos. That. No, I'm gonna go on Netflix. If you say you're good, then I'm I'm gone. Don't don't. If, it, if we gave you an opportunity, yes. anybody, because that's mind reading. Yes. Just say what you feel. If you upset, say you upset. We can move on. I agree. Don't lie. Yeah. Don't lie. Don't lie. I said what I said. I shat what I shat. Yeah. Then come back two days later. Well, I really was mad. Well, look, anybody got time for that? I'm not gonna read no minds. We are adults. We are grown. If say you got a you problem, say. fam, mean what you say. Say what you gotta say. I agree. Okay, I'm gonna go on. Next one, um, sandbagging. Women, we're good for this. So sandbagging is basically <clears throat> carrying on or adding on complaint after complaint. In the midst of an argument, you want to bring up, well, three weeks ago you didn't take out the trash, and a year ago you did this, and five years ago you did that, and we. Yeah. And you farted back in '86. And I never forgave you for that fault. Yes. Your butt was thinking and my mom didn't lie. You like, man. Yeah. Especially if you never even brought that up at to the time. Up, right. Women are the queens of bringing up old stuff. Because yeah. they don't want to lose arguments. So instead of losing, they're going to pull back from 2012. Yeah. You didn't sweep in 2012. You got a, where are you storing this information? They got a hard drive. We do have a hard drive. Of negativity. It ain't negative. It's truth. It's negativity. Men are too, of course. People just don't like to lose arguments. That's true. And that's when it comes out when you feel like you're losing. Or actually, sometimes it'll come out, listen, if we arguing, I'm in a court of law and I'm trying to present my case. <laughs> and I'm trying to prevent as much Annalise. evidence as possible to prove why you're wrong and I am correct. Right. And if that involves pulling up, listen, let's go to the stock room and pull out exhibit A. 
Let me from go to drawer. Let's go to exhibit B from 2001. You see, this is called a pattern here, is what I'm trying to demonstrate. Oh. <laughs> yes, let the record reflect. How to get away with murder. <laughs> Did y'all see the episode this past week where the lawyers, with all three lawyers, oh, was arguing? Yeah. You are presenting a weak case. You are not in my yes. field. You are an amateur, and you don't deserve <laughs> mine or anyone else in this courtroom's time. Right. That's how Melissa argues. That's true. Shall I present to the court <laughs> the state versus Kevin Fredericks? That's real. The state presents back in 2011. Oh, she said don't talk about it in case people haven't talked No, that's about not it. a spoiler. Oh, okay. In 2011, you got mad and you got in the truck and left. That was one time. Did you leave me or did you not? <laughs> Are you finished with that? Yes. Uh, I'm done there. So, so far we've had avoiding conflict, mind reading, sandbagging. We ain't talking about spades. Okay? Jesus said I'm not guilty. That's hilarious. For real. Claire Huxable was a lawyer. And, um, she was. Yeah, she was. She could prosecute Bill Cosby in real life for rape. <laughs> but Keith. Keep going. Eddings told me that joke. Next one. Black and white thinking. Black and white is only good in the House of Black and White store that Michelle Obama goes to. And the Michael Jackson and video. And clearly the store that I go to. The rest of the world is in gray. 50 shades of gray and the like. Um, black and white is dangerous. Sharice <laughs> always gets that. She always does. <laughs> Keith Pettings told me that joke. Black and white can all, is, is very dangerous in a relationship because it assumes that there's no complex feelings in our behavior. Yes. And we're just 100% mad or 100% this or... 100% that. I'll, I'll use sex for example, right? Say your hus the husband wants to have sex and the wife ain't really into it that night or vice versa. And she says, okay, look, we don't have time. I, I'm not fully, like, fully into the, a full escapade of like everything under the sun, an hour-long session, blah, blah, blah. But we can go ahead and pop a little quickie off. And then the man or whatever person wasn't into it being like, well, fine, you don't love me because you don't want to have sex the way I want to have right. sex. That doesn't mean that. Maybe I'm tired. Maybe I don't feel good. And I'm trying to meet your need. I'm giving you something. And I'm going to give you all of that little bit. But I don't have I don't have the energy to go for a full hour. But a black and white thinker would be like, nope, you didn't do that. Then you don't love me. Or like they'll take any slight and make it like the end of the world. Like you didn't pick me up um, on time at the airport. Well, there was traffic. I left an hour early. And there was an accident. So, yeah. you know, usually I'm 20 minutes early. No, no, no. You should have known. I don't like being, you know, like just going all the way yeah. over. Like, dude, like. She said that can be manipulating the situation. Absolutely. That's, that apps 100% can be manipulating a situation because um, it, it makes a person unafraid to do anything, anything that can be basically or like a little bit wrong. Right. Is all the way extreme. Right. You know what I mean? Well, you liked a celebrity's picture who had abs, so you want to cheat on me. Right, right. What? Right. How you get all that from that little bit? Right. Huh? You have anything to add? No, that was good. Walking on eggshells. Airbrushed. Oh, yeah. Oh, Basha. You want to keep going? Okay, the next one is not really listening because you're focusing on what you're going to say Let's next. Let's do the next two. Because those are mostly the same. Okay. Not really listening because you're focusing on what you have, what you're trying to say next. That's we do that all the time. You're not listening. Instead, you're just there to combat and prove why you're right. You're not really trying to listen to the other, the other side of the. Um, 
of the situation and that's so important we do that a lot because then you miss truly what the person's trying to say and I was reading a book and I can never remember the name of it but one of the things they said is you're always wrong at the top of your voice and what that means is um, whenever you're arguing you're yelling it doesn't matter if you are right like I'm in defense mode and all I'm trying to do is defend myself I'm not really listening to you all I'm trying to do is defend myself all I'm trying to do is right win the argument instead of solving the problem that's exactly right yeah his needs her needs thank you um, I recommend the book his needs her needs oh I think I'm reading that um, or e-listening um, so yeah that's really just really important then the next one is interrupting which I probably have this problem um, and that means not letting the person finishing, finishing, not letting the person finish their thoughts because you're too busy worried about what you're trying to say next. So you interrupt. Let's get some deliverance in here. Oh, yeah. I don't think I want you to deliver me. Oh, I, I'm, the text is delivering you. I only <laughs> bring the word, amen. The word pricks your own heart. That's that rhema word. Let's expand to that. That's all I got. To no, say. I think you should go on a little bit more. I think you have another. I think you have another thing to say. You so what would busy. You like to say? I'm just saying you're so busy. You don't even know what I'm about to say, but you're so busy. Now what you? Uh, what I'm going to say is now. What you? Now here you come. Now listen. In the docket A, exhibit A, <laughs> exhibit B. What I'm going to say, and I might have been apologizing. You wasn't apologizing. And I apologize. You like uh, objection? He apologized <laughs> before I was able to make my point. But overruled. Ain't no overrule. You can't tell the judge that. Ain't no overrule. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to defend myself because it is. That's true. I do do that. That's healing. Shut There's up. a healing going on. Where's Donna Lawrence? Oh, I am healed. <laughs> I am healed. The wife ain't always right, but she is. That's the problem. The, yeah. That's the problem, Stevie. The wife is always right, even when you're wrong. You still right. Your makeup looks good on that eye. You got that golden in the corner. Thank you. I know. I was trying to do. It's not really showing up on camera right though, but it's okay. Give me a kiss. You didn't even kiss. I didn't make the sound. No. Ooh, about to be a uh, making love session. No, this lipstick is good. It didn't even come off. Y'all want to hear a funny story? The other day, I was getting the mirror, getting dressed, and I saw all this red on my thing, and I thought I had a cold sore. And it was the day that I was doing Mary Mary. I was taping the Mary Mary. And I was looking at it. I was like, oh my God, I got a cold sore. I never had a cold sore. Ah. And it was just listen how it kissed me. <laughs> and I was all types of nervous. All right, the next one. This is a good one. This is something I learned. Okay. okay? So we're both getting healed. Thinking everything must be resolved and you can't agree to disagree. Listen, I came from a household that was not a you can go to bed mad household. You had to hash it out, whether yelling or in calm conversation, we couldn't go to bed angry. So when Melissa and I got, and she came from a household that didn't have that same thing. It wasn't necessarily the opposite, but it wasn't like, we gonna talk about this, you know, but that's how my family was. So I was like, no. And then the Bible says something about that. Don't let the sun set on your anger. I want to say that's biblical. Um, but I, so when we first married, I had a big problem with like, if you're mad, then you need to tell me why you're mad. We need to talk about this. If we need to talk about this till three o'clock in the morning, we're going to talk about it because I want you to go to bed happy. And Melissa was like, look, I'm not going to talk about this. I'm about to go to bed in the morning. I will be calm and we can talk with this at the appointed time. You know, something like, you know, we will deal with this at the appointed time. And I was like, no, 
No. So Someone they, said that's tough. How do you determine what can and can't be solved? I think you have to talk to your spouse about how they process things. For me, a lot of times, um, I am, a, I have to like process what it is, like how I feel, why I feel that way. And talking about that via in an argument, like, again, you just end up defending yourself. You just end up like arguing um, instead of like saying, this is how I felt. And th when you did this, it made me feel like this way. And then you actually can like get somewhere and like mm -hmm. beyond resolving the issue, you can like avoid, you know, that same type of situation in the future. But it takes me a little while to like really process like, okay, this is how I feel. Um, so I need that time to like process it. So you have to have that conversation with your spouse that says, this is how I work, this is how I work, so we're going to argue or whatever, and you want to come to an agreement, let's agree the next day, we're going to come back to this, and we're going to talk about it, and we're going to resolve it. Yes. So, and sometimes you're just not going to agree with some, on something at all. Like, there's been stuff about how to do stuff with the boys, what to do about money, that we just are not giving, neither of us. <laughs> <laughs> giving in yeah. you know we just like look and we just have to say look for the sake of the marriage we're gonna let this go right either we're gonna do it your way or my way we're gonna let it go and that's agreeing to disagree right and that doesn't mean that you you're because yeah. here was one thing i don't know where we heard this but it's so good it's not and maybe it's in this article but it's not in, in a marriage argument it's not me against you right it's me and you against the problem right and sometimes we're just not going to see eye to eye. Is that, is that in here? A, I was going to say one thing that they, no, one thing that they didn't say that I actually think is a barrier in communication is treating your spouse as the enemy. Yes. Not treating your spouse like we're here together and in order to resolve Oh, Yacht's in here. What's up, Yacht? Oh, hey, Yacht. He's, he's our fitness um, God. yes, me and you against the problem. Oh, oh, you just said that. She was repeating that. Yeah. Yeah, me and you against the problem. Right. Because I'm competitive by nature and early on and at times jack in the box gate. Yes. I was so busy trying to win the argument that I realized that I I am losing my wife in the in the crossfire. Yeah, one thing in this article they were saying that Dr. Phil says, Do you want to win or you want to go home happy? Right. And I and that is so key. Like a lot of times we're so busy trying to win and like you know, have a notch in our belt that we're not, you're not compromising for the sake of your relationship, for the sake of, for the sake of your happiness. Yeah. I just want to be right. And then you be, and it's, I have this funny example about Liz and this is not to prove, to prove this point, but Lissa said, uh, she, this is, she, she can't, she handles the money in our family. She's just better at it than I am. I bring home it and she brings it home too, but she handles it. But, um, there was a speeding ticket that I got and I had forgot to pay it. And she was like, look, I'm not even going to pay this speeding ticket. Yes, I always do. I was so mad. And she's like, I'm not going to pay this speeding ticket. And guess what? It's going to go up. And I was like, okay. And if you go up, if it goes up and it's double the price of the speeding ticket, it's still coming out of our joint account. So you proved your point, but you cost us another $150. Shut my mouth. She was like, open. you right. Shut my mouth. <laughs> you right. <laughs> like, so we'd be so busy trying to get our right in that we don't care if it ends up hurting us. Right backfiring you know we just throw so busy throwing rocks and that rock that went over there and hit a rubber wall and smacked you right in the noggin yeah. uh jack in the box we talk about it on another it's on youtube it's called kev is a jerk yeah. <laughs> it's the title of the thing and shari and sharice y'all should talk about it uh one time but that's a perfect example about um yes you would have been right yeah and it would have eventually hurt us what is the good book somebody was recommending? The Bible. I hope oh, it was the Bible. Oh, she said we might. You guys should. 
You should, because I want to know what y'all was thinking about. Yeah, I do too. Okay, next one. Um, feeling you always have to be right and prove your point. We already talked about that, basically. We, we just, just said that. Being right is not important. She said fine, okay. You know what? Somebody, a preacher told me this. Jesus came to do what was good, not what was right. When the woman was the adulterous woman, and they had brought her out and right, said she was she was caught she was caught uh, in there with the man, and it's to stone her. So to to stone her would have been the right thing to do. But Jesus came to do what was good. The good thing was to say that he is uh, he who has not sinned cast the first stone, because the right thing was to stone her. But the good thing was to give her grace and mercy. Oh yeah. So with your spouse, you shouldn't always seek to be right. You should seek to do good. My goal is to go home to a warm bed. That means we're both in the bed, we're happy, and she's not being cold to me. Mm -hmm. We can be in the bed together, but she'd be cold, and I need the warm body. That was good. That need the warm body. You kind of don't get it? I don't know how to make it more clear than that. Mm -hmm. um, just don't try to be right all the time. <laughs> good versus right. You can be right. You can be completely justified right. in doing something that is right, and it still might not be the good thing. Right. If my kid... Like the best thing to do, like yeah. for the overall benefit of the situation, right. the right thing, like within your justifiable legal, so to speak, right, may not always be the good thing to do for the sake yes. of the relationship. Yes, ego, edging God out. Yes, yes. and someone said, yeah, you it's grace, and that's what that is. When you have a right to do something and it's not good, so you do the good thing instead, that is, it's grace. And so, again, coming back to us, when we were born into sin, we should die. Like, that is what is the right thing to do, right? Yep. Yep. So, we justifiably, we should die in sin. We should die in our sin state. But because God sent Jesus here and he took our place instead, now we have this good thing. And now we have the grace where we don't, the wages of sin is death, but we don't have to suffer those consequences. Yes. This person in the chat gave a great example. She said, you could be in the right of way. Mm -hmm. But if a car is going 90 miles per hour, it is not good to walk. That's, that was good. <laughs> that was good. And that is such a good example. That's I, I can't even add nothing to yeah. it. That's just a great example. It is not good, even being right, because it's like car accident. Somebody cuts you off, and if you get in an accident, right. yeah, you were in the right of way, but you still got to pay your deductible. Yeah. We will have a love language code. I don't, we we talk we, we, we don't about, like to talk about love language because we, we talk about, about it, it so much. But I don't think we've actually done a podcast on it. We haven't, but we've talked about it so much. It's such a good thing. Okay, so the next one is leaving abruptly, physically or emotionally. I don't I think know who's turning it. Okay, yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell on myself here. I did this once within the first five years of our marriage, and I can't even remember what the argument was anymore. But I got so frustrated with Melissa that I got in my truck, and I missed that truck. I've been driving little cars ever since. You have. I missed my truck. When, when I ball out, I'm getting a range. I'm giving me a big truck when I don't have to worry about gas prices. So, anyway, we got into an argument, and I got in my truck, and I just drove around the block and came back mad. I was abrupt, and I was like, I don't know what I'm about to say, so I'm going to just leave. I just need to clear my head. Give me a second to cool off. What time do we need to stop? We need to stop at 1045. Um, and I came back and I listen, never actually said this to me, but I found it in her diary because I read it. And yes, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't know? No, you've said it a few times. You should hide it better if you don't want me to read it. 
feel like you leave that out. I feel like you leave it out because you kind of want me to find it. But anyway, um, she was like, when you left, I felt like you left our relationship and it was very damaging for you to leave like that under those circumstances. It is an invasion of privacy. And I ain't right about it, but I did it. Amen. I'm always reading the diary. Some of the best stuff I've learned is from reading your diary. Because she didn't tell me. Because of, no, that's not true. She when didn't I, tell me. <clears throat> when I would write it out, I was processing. But you never processed your mouth to open and talk to me. Boy, hush. I don't think you're telling the truth. No, because the Boeing thing, when you read the comedy stuff, it really became clear when I read your diary. You had never said it to me. I think I articulated to you, but you don't hear it. Nah, you ain't articulate nothing, cuz. You ain't putting no art, no tick you, no late. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> anyway. Uh, oh, yeah. So she read that, you know, in her diary, she was like, um, I felt like you damaged our relationship when you left like that. Because although we were mad, we were upset. Like, I never left and physically left. And I was only gone for like 20 minutes. But I didn't know what else to do. So uh, from that time, I've learned uh, to not cop out like that you know what i mean so there's time to be upset and this says physically or emotionally you can you can emotionally cut off That's somebody true. and still be in the same room you could just shut down and be like i ain't even talk to That's you a couple of uh people we've talked to about marriage they'd be walking on eggshells walking past each other in their house and That's not speaking yeah to be like how we walking past each other emotionally void of yeah like i just don't see you like we gotta wake up and just yeah. excuse yeah, me. Me, me and melissa have done that i mean when you're mad at each other, you're just like. Excuse I don't me. That. Excuse me. <laughs> I'm just trying to get in the bathroom. Well, go. There's three bathrooms in here. Passive aggressive. It is passive aggressive. Yeah. So sometimes it's okay to have your second to cool off because I am a believer that if you are so upset that you're going to say something that's even more hurtful, then you can take a second to like pause and and cool down but you shouldn't be like i don't know you shouldn't leave physically or emotionally because that could right. be having some longer lasting um i see that toward the end of my go, go so weeks I, without talking yeah that's crazy weeks how is that and even possible well she said it was at the end of her, re or her relationship but also okay to leave the room but not the house i will give you that um I was going to say something about that. Weeks I used to go weeks without talking. Yeah, I was going to say something about it. I can't remember what it was. Um, well, somebody said it's easier to write. Yes. I've often told people if you can't express it in your words, like you can't say it or that. you start crying. It really helps you process like what you're, I don't know, for me it helps me process what I'm feeling. Because sometimes, even um, reading a lot of books, sometimes it helps you just identify what you're feeling. Sometimes when you write it out, it helps you to really like identify because sometimes when you're talking and you're just in the heat of the moment you're like going through it as you're going through it it's just difficult i don't know and sometimes you can give when you hand that person that long letter they have no other choice but to read it right so you know so that where there's no interrupting there's no defend yeah right right okay we got a couple more okay oh yeah we gotta be finished oh, this is the last one actually okay bringing up old issues as weapons we talked about that mm -hmm. so yeah well we this one this says if you're allowed me reading it if something has been worked through in the past, it is hurtful to keep throwing it up in your partner's face. So if you say, this was in the Entourage movie last night, mm. that wasn't a good movie. At all. 
It was terrible. And we were real big fans of the show. But E was saying to Sloan, you said you were past that. Mm -hmm. And if you say you were past it, how can you? Yeah, it's kind of like sandbagging. Sandbagging, yeah. But if you say you're past something, then you can't just throw it up to 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 win again. Who's that, Joe? Joe. Uh, the only, I guess the only difference that they're making is that sandbagging is not talking about it and then just like, voom, 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 voom. oh, yeah. And then this is work being bringing up is a, uh, is you were both under or he's under the um, assumption that this has been worked out and resolved. And then I come back and bring it up. Yeah. This says it's not helpful. If you have an issue with something from the past, it's not going to be productive to bring it up during this argument. Right, right. Like, we already are arguing. That's one of our tips for um, how to argue health healthily is stay on the topic. Yes, you, right. We tend to bring stuff up from the past just so we can win. It's stay on the topic. If this is your time to lose an argument, you did something wrong, right. stand there, take your lumps. Work through it and move past it. Right. Don't just bring something up. Well, last week you made me mad. Right. Okay. And I apologize for that. So right. now let's work through this problem that's right in front of us. Don't do your boy. Be true to your boy. Okay. We got yeah. a couple minutes left. Is there a comment or is there a question? Thank y'all for tuning in. Shari and Sharice will be on at. And right when we're done. Okay. At 1045, go follow the optimistic divorcees. Optimistic divorce days, as they say. What advice do you have for a person going through the grieving process after a breakup? Take your time. Don't yeah. rush into something. Just like with the death of a family, you gotta gr grieve. Yeah. Don't don't let nobody tell you you're ready to move on until you're ready to move on. Shari and Sharish, optimistic divorcees, y'all should handle that topic. But yeah, time definitely heals. It's just like rushing an injury in sports. If you're so busy trying to play. But you're not healed yet. All you're going to do is hurt yourself even more. And most of the time, you hurt yourself worse than the initial injury by not letting yourself completely heal. Right. So completely heal. Take your time. And then when you feel like you're ready, take another week. Because you might have a setback. But your setback is a setup for victory. Oh, yeah. I didn't no, I haven't read The Power of a Praying Wife or Husband. And texting we need to talk and not what it is how long is too long to grieve through a relationship though that depends on the person depends on the relationship if me and melissa break up it's i'm gonna take a long time to grieve oh, okay. because we had a lot of marriage so i would assume that it's gonna be the longer and the more serious the relationship is if y'all was just together for three months you probably won't take that much but if you've been together for a long time and you are fully and emotionally invested and then y'all break up it should take you a minute yeah, I agree. We've been together 16 years. If we if if we broke up, I, it would take me eight, nine, ten years. Yeah, definitely no set timeline. I no. agree. Have you read Losing to Win in Marriage? I haven't. I'm let me read. I'm trying books. to make us read every second of every day. Losing to Win. It's cold in LA. It get cold. Oh, I got 80 text messages. You got more? No, that's all. That's all I got. Is it wrong to be mad if he forgot an anniversary? I don't know. It's a case by case basis, I would say. Why did he forget? What do you call it? It's just windy. It's really not cold. It's windy, though. Well, we've been in LA for almost three years. So anything under 70 degrees is cold. That is true. Under 70 is legit kind of cold. Yeah, you do got to be able to forget. It's like chilly. It's a, it's a slight bit chilly. Oh yeah, our book. 
have it. Yes, it's it's twenty five tips for a healthy marriage. It's available at camonstage dot com slash store. Um, yeah, you can gift it to others. Of course, you can. Yes, camonstage dot com slash store. It's available for only five dollars. It's a good book. Good, good, clean book. Good, good little reader. That book is for single people. Some of the best marriage advice I ever got, I got before I was married. And it oh, was thank you. It was able to teach me prior to being married. Yeah, it's good for singles. It's good. No, we couldn't live in Detroit. It's far too cold. Yeah, it's too cold. All right. Well, thank y'all. It's our time is up. We got to get ready to go to church. And we'll see you at the appointed time. Go to Optimistic Divorcees. They'll be on shortly. All right. God bless you. God keep you. We'll see you at the conference. We'll see you at the conference. Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts for up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.